0: You pointed out that this movie that we're gonna talk about in just a little bit, Get Out, came out just a year before Childish Gambino's This Is America. Uh huh. So it's just a year removed, and it has good. I think you pointed out that it has good thematic dialogue with this. So I, so I rewatched it. Um, and yeah. I, I mean, like I love. The childish Gambino. I love Donald Glover. I know that he has had he has does things that I don't love, but I think as an artist, I really enjoy him, and I've enjoyed him for a long time, and I have like an enormous crush on him as a yeah. And I
1: didn't know that he had done things that people didn't love until uh, right before this podcast. But uh, I don't know enough about it, and frankly, I'm I'm. He made a show called Atlanta that actually like does a good job of talking about what the city is in a lot of really interesting ways and in capturing something about the self that I think is new and also obviously things about race and everything else I just as a white woman I can speak to what it's like to live in Atlanta more than I can speak to the experience of being black
0: but yeah. um, no, I mean, you'll check it out. I, I don't think we'll be the first people to be like this. Ch- this childish Gambino fellow seems to have a lot of good things to say. Yeah. Uh, His stuff really slaps. <laughs> yeah. This critically acclaimed. And this <laughs> um, I, I remember this coming out. I remember watching it. I remember it being like, holy cats, this is amazing. And then I kind of when we when you were like, let's watch it again. I was like, I didn't expect it to be. But I was preparing myself to be underwhelmed by it. And on second viewing with older 2020 uh-huh. world weary eyeballs. And I wasn't sure. I loved it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. This,
1: this music video gives me chills every time I watch it. Um, and I, am glad we're talking about it because I, I want to run a, uh, uh, this by you because Mary, you're going to, you're going to be my like pressure test on this idea. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing that I would like to show my parents at some point. Um, not because I think that they'll enjoy how amazing the music is! How many Atlanta trap artists see samples in it, and it's really cool. If you're we're listening to a lot of Atlanta trap in 2018, because you're like, oh my god, oh my god, like every couple lines. Um, and and that's that's dope. That's that's amazing. Um, but I think as a millennial. <laughs> Indeed,
0: good. I'm always
1: gonna, I'm always gonna laugh same because like, uh, you know, before the baby boomers were saying we were ruining everything, now Gen Z is like, you're you don't do enough, and like I'm not saying that like, Gen Z isn't wrong. The bottom line is, I always <laughs> laugh when I say millennial. Um, but I, as as someone who grew up in the time that we grew up, I feel like this is America captures what america looks like to us the endless contradictions that it is and what we've lived through and experienced in a way that my parents are both in their 70s and have lived through very different times uh grew up with depression era parents who then like had 50s prosperity and like dreams about what the world would look like like that's not the world we grew up in we grew up in a world full of um school shootings uh black people getting killed in the streets um the fact that, like, one day we'll celebrate someone and the next day, like, we want to, um, imprison them. And, and that, being able to show that and also, like, pulling, he pulls thematically on black exploitation films, like, and that last scene, like, it's just that, that contradiction, that dichotomy, that juxtaposition that he rides so well through this, uh, this music video, I think, is profound. Mary, do you, what do you, what do you say to that?
0: Yes. Well, so I agree. I think it's tricky. I always think it's tricky to talk about generations because I feel like every generation unto every generation there's born a slayer (laughs) is born like great trauma. Like being an adult has never been great. And I feel like, no, 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 of of course. And I feel like we have the opportunity basically to be like, this has never been great. This has never been yeah. great. Like like let's know no, no, actually sure. let's actually like sort it out because it's never been great for a lot of the same reasons for a really long time. So like yeah. that's always we but, keep on we keep
1: on asking for things to be different, but doing the exact same things. And that is literally the definition of insanity. Yes. Doing yeah. the same thing over and over again, hoping for different outcomes. Yeah.
0: So it's like it's hard and like I, I kind of like laugh at the Gen Zs being like, we invented a being cool. I'm like <laughs> You everybody, yeah. everybody has thought that they invented it. Like it's silly. So, um,
1: but and yet and yet I would like to side eye anyone who called it a prank when they were able to like oh, make Trump's yeah. team think that they were going to have eight hundred thousand people at his Tulsa rally and there were less than twenty thousand, like a lot less. Like that that goes beyond a prank. That's activism.
0: That's, activism. that's really yeah, cool that's and effective. Very activism. cool. So no, like I believe the children yeah, are our future. I, I know you are and by that yeah. I mean that. I know that I not only do I think that they are active members in making that future a better place, but I feel some responsibility towards them to make sure the future they're inheriting from me is a, the best place that it ca- possibly can be because of my action. So, like, yeah. all that's great. I think that that is, like, what we have to, like, flip it. So, like, towards, because I think that we're in this situation where the younger the younger generation comes the older and says you didn't do enough and then the older generation is like you'll know what it's like when you're beaten down by the world and have a job that like sucks the lifeblood out of you and yeah it was and like, that's not
1: the game I want to yeah, play Yeah, like
0: oh God. I, don't, I don't want to go Oof. back
1: down that road of like yeah. what we did or didn't do I want to just keep pushing for it as we said in the last episode wouldn't it be great if we were the generation in which unfortunately Nazis came back but also then we're the generation that both beat them back and defunded the police yeah um that'd be good. you know it'd be it'd be great if if millennials could make their mark in a positive way not that yeah yeah no i'm not i'm not even gonna follow that up well it would be great if also, we could leave our mark in a positive way and
0: also we keep pretending that like the problems are all gonna be fixed when all the old racists die and yet we still have young racists so like it's not it's it's not it's not even no, it's it's never good yeah just like work we talked about this before we talked
1: about how like it's not enough for you to just like eat well and like you know take care of your body like you also have to like do the work of your mind and like expanding it Mm -hmm. work never ends that is that is what it is to be human that is the human condition is that there's always labor there's always work to be done it makes me really excited to one day talk about the movie us by jordan peele because i think it talks a lot about like the ways in which we transfer that work and that labor um <clears throat> i love but without going down that rabbit hole uh <laughs> pun literally <intended>. uh- <laughs>
0: literally because there are so many uh, in that. um
1: if we defund the police tomorrow hopefully great that'd be amazing um atlanta obviously already pushed measures that does not do that um we'd still have our work cut out for ours because this isn't like you don't get to flip a switch and suddenly you're woke enough you're anti-racist enough like to actually be an active member of society, to actually contribute positively in these spaces means you're constantly learning. We're constantly figuring out what the right dialogue is. In spaces like this, when it comes to race, your job as a white person, if you're white listening to this, is to shut up and listen. Yeah. If you're black and listening to this, it's our job to listen when you do tell us uh, how we're getting it wrong. And yeah. that's not, it's not just it's a thing that like, hard. we'll check off a bunch of boxes and be done.
0: Yeah, no. It's, it's-, it's going to be a constant thing. That's okay. What what I will say is that I think is is good and I think needs to be grappled with and may have generational connections is that sure. I don't I don't think that the people who have profited from our system for so long have really come to terms and and handled and and can interact in a way that is positive with the idea that America is not great for a lot of people, and is yep. getting progressively more fascist. <laughs> like, and that it's and it's, yes. it's been that way for a long time. So what I I think is so smart about what um, this America Donald
1: Glover yeah, yeah
0: and and what Donald Glover or Charles Gambino did in this story and this like you know this video and the story yeah, he's and telling video
1: is a story. It seems like a short movie more than just a yeah. music video. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't
0: watched it, please watch it is he directly ties it in with one of the biggest problems that I th- a uniquely American problem, which is gun violence and that is yes. like the centralized thread that he pulls through the whole thing. and it's just it's you cannot argue with our numbers. And I think if you yeah. think about how we think about guns in the in this country, it's difficult to argue that what we're doing is living a dream. Like, we aren't. Yeah. And so I think that's so smart um, to, to see. And then there's, of course, all these other cool things that are layered in. I mean, the thing that to me reminds me so much of Get Out is that you have the story where. America loves black entertainment. We love them when they're dancing, but then yeah, you
1: you love a smiling, dancing Donald Glover dancing yep. with some kids. But uh, the second that like it changes, that he's speaking truths to you, you're invited. It, it's not that you're invited to dislike it. It's looking you in the eyes and saying, "We know that this is a part you don't like."
0: Well, right, and the song itself is very cool, but I think that the video itself. Yeah. is even better at this because it's not even what he's uh, 100%. telling you. It's what you see. Like so to see to see something that is feels very Americana in some ways and cozy like a gospel choir. Like right that is yes. gospel music is very American. You know, it, it it stirs up patriotic feelings and then to see those people get gunned down and dragged off like they're nothing while we while we handle a gun with ultimate care we wrap it up you know like you always have those his like kind of gun pages running in and out and very reverently carrying the gun away like that that changes your mind (laughs) a lot of things like it's very upsetting to see and i don't i don't yeah like just listening to it i don't get that same feeling from it but it's all it's all there I mean, it
1: tells you in as in like visually. Yeah,
0: I also like. I think that we have some, uh, which I don't really think we get out and Get Out, which is sort of an interesting Get Out. I also like saying Get Out as if I'm Canadian. Get Out, um, Get Out, Get Out, um, <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, it tackles? I think something that I feel, un- like I have discomfort sometimes with uh, more mainstream. Uh, rap, rap music. This is gonna sound very white. I had to have discomfort <laughs> with very, with mainstream rap music that espouses power through capitalism, and by saying like we're powerful now because we make the money. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. no you, in fact,
1: there's <laughs> no. There, there are artists who, like, after Trump was elected, had to be like, hey, I know we referenced Trump in lyrics, but like, not like this. It was just about the fact that like he was symbolic of like wealth and like aspirational wealth but like no not like this and there was actually a really cool graphic i saw years ago that was like showed a word club basically of what was talked about in hip-hop uh in general like as as time had passed and like tom ford has dropped a lot the perfume maker Mm -hmm. um and 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 that was not the way that hip-hop was sung before and so like it's the way in which capitalism likes to get its
0: claws and everything and distort it Well, and I think, but I think what he does is he like puts, it's not that he, it's not that he doesn't pretend like that's something, he doesn't act as if it's like an invading force. It's what the older generation have told them to do to get ahead, but they're wrong. So his lyrics like, grandma told me, get your money, get your money, black man. Like, I think what he's saying is there that... You know, we're that you're you're he's dancing and 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 distracting from the violence. And it's in a pursuit of money. Mm -hmm. But even like this degree of success in, in entertainment that he is providing still distracts us from the actual suffering and inequality that persists in this country. So even though he's making the money, even though he's following the advice that our capitalistic system tells you which is you know you can be empowered if you have money money is all that matters it's not all that matters like you you are you are right. buying into a system that is designed to oppress the many to reward the few the most so now you've just kind of switched sides but you still and i think there's also kind of a hint here but you still won't ever be you. You can't actually empower yourself with the money. The money does not empower you necessarily. You still witness the suffering. You still feel powerless to stop the suffering, and it's because you are now part of that system. So, Absol- absolutely. So that's Absol- really and- that's really cool. I like that because I feel like there's just so much. It, it is rare we see that actually espoused in in most art forms because we're really afraid of. Of questioning capitalism. <laughs> like, like actually, we're afraid of it. So
1: much so... Yeah, and we're, we're afraid of it because it's the only game in town. This is something you and I have talked about, I'm sure, on the podcast before. But, like, capitalism is currently the only game in town. So whenever you insult capitalism, people are like, I mean, well, like, what's your better idea? And the answer is, I don't have a perfect other idea. But I'm positive if we all chose that this was not a great system we could come up with another one you know because capitalism is founded on the ideas of scarcity you've just spoken to it like that for some to have a lot others have to have next to nothing and that's something that like that's what white supremacy and systems of oppression are perpetuating it's all systems of capitalism. I've been accused before of saying that everything's about capitalism. I was accused of this after we saw the movie Us, and I was like, "This movie's definitely about capitalism." But I mean, that's because if, if everything's
0: not about capitalism, what the hell is that movie about? No, to- to- totally, you and I are on <laughs> the same page.
1: But like, but like, also, everything is about capitalism because it is, it is our religion. I well, don't care and also, what God you worship. It well, is it is the foundation of every exchange we have with other humans.
0: And our and our our the 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 reason that we let some members of our society twist in the wind and remain vulnerable and starve or go without health care is because of capitalism, and we justify it through capitalistic means. Like that is so that is such the way that we as Americans think about the world such that you have people now who are like, well, yeah, of course, peaceful protesters. Like, who could argue with that? Because obviously they're oppressed. But ugh, they set fire to a building. Buildings are burning. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. That seems that made me uncomfortable. I don't like. I don't like to see symbols of my of my capitalistic <laughs> overlords overthrown. Like that's pretty wild. Yeah. That's pretty wild. So, if only and, people and, are a little bit
1: more self aware, we could have some really interesting conversations conversations about shit um you know.
0: well and I, I think it's important to kind of like call it out and be like why does it make you so uncomfortable like the the ceo of target uh, target certainly doesn't care like he said he doesn't care so why why does yeah, that You obs- said they would rebuild yeah why does it that- and everyone's like well what about the franchise owner i'm like there's insurance
1: literally I'm like what about the money you look and i'm like again there's insurance like literally
0: anyone who thinks that this is a bigger deal than lives lost we well, are I, at... I think that mm. the end the end question is not, like, yeah, you can, like, suffering, suffering, there's plenty to go around, but what about the dead man in the street? Like, what about the exactly. murder Exactly! No, exactly! Like, why I, are we even talking about this? Did anyone get hurt from the target? Was anyone murdered because of the target burning? No, no one died in the burning of that target. No. no
1: one died in the burning of that Wendy's in Atlanta.
0: No so it's it's tricky so it's a it's a weird thing so i like i i think it's it's smart that he has picked two i think big tent poles of what it is to be an american guns and capitalism and are skewering them and making the connection between them to say like you use us you use our bodies you use our talents to entertain yourself and hide from these realities and, the we, dark right. yeah. and we use these to pull ourselves upward, upward mobility, right? Which is another form of distraction, right? To climb that ladder. Yeah. Like you're still playing in yes. the same system. Yeah. It's been a distraction for
1: forever. It's gotten, like, poor rural Republicans to vote for things like, worry about things like the death tax as though they're going to have $5 million before they die. Like, the Republicans are not setting you up to get money. So, like, I don't know why you think that this is going to be your future. Like, they are operationalizing you in a war to keep themselves wealthy
0: anyway i'm sorry yeah well yeah that's very i didn't i didn't mean to very complicated very complicated stuff in terms of like how they control people um and we're controlled too right like of course like we i mean we have to question our own party which claims to be for the workers and for the unions but is Uh, definitely for corporations like, it's definitely for corporations. And um, if you think that I, those things can go together, I, I think you're wrong. Like, they, they I,
1: can't. I've been, been asked to be clear that I'm going to vote for Joe Biden because I'm going to vote for Joe Biden over Donald Trump because, like, I think Donald Trump is genuinely an evil human. With that said, I don't think Joe Biden deserves my loyalty. And I still think that the Democratic Party is kind of fucked. So... Do I want you to vote? Yeah, do I want you to get Trump out of office? Yeah. Do I think the Democratic party
0: is uh a little bit full of shit? Yeah. Yeah. Mary? Yeah. I would I would think very strongly about not voting for Joe Biden if I didn't live in a swing state. Um is what I will say. I think very strongly about that. Um Yes. Yeah. Um I But I do and people's lives are at stake and I think it'll be people's slightly lives are at stake. I think it'll be slightly better under Joe Biden but I think that Joe Biden will not I, I free children from cages they... because he yeah, put them no. there. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. think he'll free people from the criminal justice uh, meat <laughs> grinder because he put them there. And I don't yes. think I don't think anything will be systematically fixed if we put him in there, if we get him because he is the system's man, and it's a ch- it's a yes. difficult choice because you're basically you're basically rewarding um, the DNC for deciding that human lives doesn't don't matter versus their political aspirations. That's what happened. Yeah. with this election year, one hundred percent. So uh,
1: it's not a mistake that Joe Biden is the nominee, and it's no. not because he's the people's choice. Just like uh, Hillary Clinton wasn't the people's choice, and I. <clears throat> I don't I guess what I'm trying to say is vote for Joe Biden to get uh, Trump out of office but also keep taking to the streets keep uh, investing in uh, protests keep donating we're still having links in our notes and our podcast uh, on your Spotify Stitcher Apple wherever you were listening to our podcast please donate please take care of each other because they're not taking care of us. Nope. They're not going to. Nope.
0: We're lying we to ourselves if we think that they are. Are alone. Um, yeah. <laughs> out here. Uh, <laughs> there is no social safety net to catch us.
1: I'm sure I'm going to mention This is America while we talk about this movie. I'm glad we talked about it. I think that it is valuable. I think it makes us confront some things about what it is to be in America. And also uh, speaks to uh, what it is to be in a minority in America. Especially to be black. Yeah. As as a white woman as much as I can say anything. By the way, this movie makes me feel hyper white. Let's talk about it. <laughs> hey hey Mary, Mary, this is like our first episode in a while where it's not going to be a huge tonal shift. Isn't that fun? That is fun. <laughs> that is fun. <laughs>